This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Wallace dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Wallace, you can have a crack. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich. Hello and welcome to the debate show. This is the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. If you're listening to the recording of this in the podcast form uh, and you want to get involved then just follow us on Twitter. It's at WTIDpod uh, and then you'll see when we go live. It's every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Um, if you want to have your say then press that microphone icon on the bottom left and request to talk. It really is that simple. Now uh, this week, I mean, let's just talk about the wee Scottish Zidane. I mean, I reckon we could do that for about an hour, don't you? Um, well, as well as talking about Barry Bannon, of course, we can also talk about the 5-2 win against Burton, which has been coined the Pancake Day Massacre. Uh, we can also talk about Darren Moore uh, and your thoughts on the gaffer after he's uh, surpassed a year in charge uh, yesterday. Uh, and then after that, you know, we can talk about anything else that you want. Um, so, you know, get involved. Uh, obviously, we'll discuss it and, and chip in. Uh, as always, as I am every week, I'm joined by Liam Russell. Liam, mate, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? All right? Yeah, I'm all right. Kids are in bed now, so uh, that were a bit of a mad mad hour. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's calm at the moment. So, uh, so yeah, we can just wax lyrical about uh, about Barry Bannon. Um, yeah, um, I mean, f- before we do that, this is, this is the 17th episode of the debate show, which I think is crazy. I didn't realise we'd done we'd done so many, but obviously it's getting bigger and, uh, and better each week. Obviously, nice to hear different voices uh, too. Um, yeah, this episode is sponsored by Iron Brew, Haggis, Loch Ness, Bagpipes, anything else you can think of that's Scottish. Because <laughs> <laughs> Barry Bannon's in some serious form at the moment, isn't he, isn't he Liam? Have you, have you got your kill song? <laughs> steady on, steady on. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I haven't got my kilt on, uh, Liam. I don't. I don't own a kilt, but, uh, but yeah, I'd have it on if I had one. Put it. Put it that way. Um, yeah, it's it, like you know. Let's just talk about it, Barry Bannon briefly. But uh, yeah, I know we going back a fair few uh, weeks now. Obviously, we were we were saying you know does he need a bit of a a rest and and what have you because he weren't quite performing to the levels that we expect him. But in the past in the past weeks, he's certainly. He's certainly performing to those levels now, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Drink went down the wrong hole. <laughs> Can we cut that? <laughs> yep, cut, cut. I'll edit that bit out, don't worry about Take it. Take two. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's playing well, isn't he? He's, um, you know, the, the stats kind of speak for itself. I mean, I, I posted earlier, um, you know, his, his last nine games, five goals and, and four assists, which stretch back to to Oxford, you know, a goal at Oxford, assist against Morecambe and Burton, a goal against Wigan, albeit from the penalty spot, a goal against Donny, an assist at Charlton, and then two goals and an assist last night against Burton. It's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's certainly, like I said, he's, um, his form's picked up and he's, he's, well, I know he's an influential player anyway, but he's he's been even more influential over these recent weeks, hasn't he? I think, I think I saw that it's his best scoring season or, it's equaled his best scoring season for us. Yeah, well, I think, right? he, I think I think he equaled it with his first goal, and then he surpassed it with his uh, with his second goal um, last night. So, yeah, he's that's that's what think for me. That was my one of my only criticisms of, of Barry Bannon is he just doesn't score enough goals for the talent that he's got, which is in abundance. For me, he should be, he should be scoring more goals, and you know, it should be really in double figures, shouldn't it? To be fair. I think he'll get there this season if he ca- if we carry on playing the way that we are and letting him, you know, like let's be honest, last night uh, he hit the bar, didn't he? Yeah. And he put two just, you know, them curls that just went wide. So it could have been four, couldn't it? Four or five. Yeah, he could have. So, had, he could have had a boatload. To be fair, did you hear that as well? He's, he's got a wager with uh, with Callum Patterson as well for um... who gets the most goals. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think that... he's. Uh, how many's how many's Pato got this season? Uh, I think Pato's on six, and I think uh, Barry Bannon's now on seven. So seven, yeah. They both yeah. got three goals in three games as as well. So they certainly yeah. And let's uh, be honest. I mean, obviously, like we say, there has been a few times where we said, "Oh," but let's be honest. Like he's he's obviously a great player, and he's been brilliant for our you know our club, best player, pretty much every season. Um. But it seems that when sometimes if he does have a bad game, you can't you can't critique him on it. So no, but, but I think I think like we've, like we've said before as well, and I've just come off uh, doing the Oppo's view with uh, a Lincoln fan, and and he was saying the same about um, John Marquis. <laughs> although I know they're, they're totally not in the same league, but but you know their fans are saying, oh, he's a bad signing and this that, and the other because he's not. You know, he scored three and three, and then he's he's kind of gone off the boil. And that's, it's, I said it's similar to what we're doing with Barry Bannon. We expect so much of Barry Bannon because he's such a fantastic player that when he when he doesn't quite perform at those levels. And he's still, you know, much better than most players in the in the in the league, and and you could say in in our team as well. That we we do we do get on his back is because we know how how good he is and and how good he can be in it. And I suppose what um, what I alluded to at the weekend kind of comes into it as well in terms of obviously the whole team is now performing well and seem to know each other a bit better and whatever else. And then shock horror when that happens. Bannon comes good as well, so 
there might be some more to it in terms of that as well. Yeah, definitely. Right, I just want to bring uh, Ben in. Uh, ben, mate, how are you? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, lads. Thank you, yourselves. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, cheers for uh, letting me old man use your ticket last night, by the way, pal. No, no, no worries, mate. It's a bit better than it going to a waste, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It, it, the thing is, he said to me on the way down, because I, I went down with him, and uh, he said, I just hope there's some goals. I hope it's not a nil-nil. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, well, it's... It's against Burton, like it could be, it could be, it could be a bit of a drab affair. But then, yeah, next minute, seven goals, and uh, he walked away an happy man at the end of it. So, so yeah, That's all I like to hear. That's all I like to hear. Yeah, we're talking about obviously Barry Bannon. I know you're a you're a massive Darren Moore fan, and you've got a picture of Darren Moore in your living room. But have you got a picture of uh, Barry Bannon on your bedside table now? No, no, no. But my son, my son has got a, an A3 uh, um, like uh, poster for when he goes to games, like away games, where he can Bannon, can I please have your shirt, sort of thing. <laughs> Quality. Uh, so, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture and show. He's quite class actually, but he's not, he's not managed to get his shirt yet. But hopefully, fingers, uh, fingers crossed before he, oh. uh, before he retires and what have you, he'll get at <laughs> yeah. least, at least one. What, what's your yeah. thoughts on Barry Bannon? Have you been critical of his performances in the middle part of the season, or? or are you one that uh, that obviously knows that this is what he can what he can do? Yeah, I mean, I just just touched on something that Liam just said a, a a minute ago. I think with 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 Bannon, it's I think when he's when he's playing, he's he's, he's trying too hard. He was trying too hard sometimes, but I think the the team wasn't there at that point, so it looked like Bannon having to do everything. And if he had a bad game we weren't going to win, do you know what I mean? But now everyone else has like stepped up and we've been fantastic these last seven, eight games. It, if Bannon does have a bit of an off game, like a seven out of 10, it, it doesn't matter because you've got other players who are chipping in with assists and goals and performances, you know what I mean? So I think because the team's stepped up, it Bannon, Bannon looks, it looks good anyway, do you know what I mean? I'm not slagging him off at all. I'm just saying, I think sometimes when we said, oh, he might need a rest or he might need to miss a game, it's because the team weren't as good then, do you know what I mean? So he, he did look poor, but now we're flying on all cylinders. Um, it makes him, it, it brings it out of him, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've just, I've just touched on it there in his last uh, in his last nine games, you know, five goals and four assists. I mean, Every goal he scores seems to be an absolute wonder goal, doesn't it? I mean, of of the goals he scored, I think there was only Donny last week and Wigan where he scored a penalty. All his other all his other goals, um, so I've, well, he's got seven seven goals. So five goals have all come from from that side of the box. It's uh, he's certainly got that talent, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely, he can do that. Do you know what I mean? And he's 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 he's, he's said himself that he wants to he wants to score. He wants to score more goals and stuff, and it, it, it's good to see. Do you know what I mean? It, it's like I said, we've scoring goals from outside of box. You need that in your team. Do you know what I mean? You need to get a, a few of them every season, and he's, he's got it in his locker. I need to to get seven or eight, ten wonder goals a season. Go on, then. Which which goal would you pick out as has been his best so far this season? Because it's it's almost like it's been you know, like that season we had in Reach where he scored he scored that goal against Leeds and he scored the goal against West Brom and it was almost like every every goal were were a wonder goal. It's it's almost like the same with with Barry Bannon this season. So which which one would you pick out as being the the best one so far? Um, I, I think it were I think it probably for me I'd go for Donny one because I were there. I were, obviously I weren't there last night, so it takes edge off it. Uh, a, a, a little bit, but yeah, both both goals last night. His second one last night were quality, but I, and and I think his one against uh, uh, being in the season against Donny were 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 pretty solid as well. So it's a toss up between 
second one from last night and and Donny one. Great stuff. Uh, cheers, Ben. I'm sure we'll come back to you uh, in a short while. Go on, Liam. Yeah, no worries. I, I was just going to say, I've missed them both. I were ill. <laughs> I were ill fit Donny one. And then I went there last night, so... It's all right, because uh, we, we could talk about um, who, whose goal that you missed, Ben, uh, last week. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, Patterson's. Patterson's and, yeah. goal, yeah. And I've also, like I say, I also missed Adam, both Adam Reach's wonders. I think West Brom and Leeds. Leeds yeah. Done one at toilet, right, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm just going to uh, come to Liam K. That's that's how I'm going to refer to you, Liam. Liam K. And another one with Liam. So yeah, Liam, mate, you're right. You're not bad, are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, yeah, obviously we're talking about Barry Bannon and and how you know I've I've, I've pretty much got a permanent hard on since uh, since yesterday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on Barry Bannon? Yeah, well, last night I think he was absolutely unplayable. Um, two goals and an assist. Just it's just this all-round play last night was a, was a joy to watch, and I think it was arguably his best performance since he's been here. I think he's been what six, seven years now. That's probably up there with his best performance. Yeah, I mean he's had, you know, like I say, he got he got two goals and and he got an assist as well. Do you agree with what Ben was saying? And you know that sometimes he does. Perhaps try a little bit, a little bit too hard at times. Yeah, hundred percent. I think he definitely like in the old days. He always was dropping too deep to win to win the ball back because no one else could get there. But now I think we've got Luongo back. That has definitely brought the best out of him because he has now said himself he's now been allowed to play more advanced. And yeah, he is, and, that, and that is safe. That there, there is cover there uh, behind him. Yeah, for, for me, it's just that he trusts Massimo Luongo. I think, um, you know, because other players that were playing alongside him, you know, the likes of Fizz and, and Dennis Adeniran earlier on in the season as well, uh, as much as they're good players, I, I don't think that he, well, for starters, they, they didn't play that defensive midfielder role, did they? They, they were playing the role that, that Barry Bannon wants to play and, you, and they couldn't really, you know, they, you, if you had to choose... One of the two, you'd probably have Barry Bannon playing that that sitting role more than uh, more than the others. But it's it's clear now that you know when he when Barry Bannon does get forward, he is a he is a huge threat. I mean, every time I do the you know talk to fans from other teams or whether I go on other podcasts, they always ask me about Barry Bannon, and you know everyone knows about him, and he and everyone knows the the quality that he's got. And like I said in in his recent nine games, he's really showing that, isn't he, Liam? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Captain's performances. Uh, over the last, this last month or so, he's a luxury player, and we're very lucky to have him at this level. Yeah, go on then. I, I asked Ben about you know which of his goals is was his favourite. Which one would you pick out of his uh, out of the seven is his best so far? It's a, it's a tough one, really, because most of them are none of the tapping just from the penalty. They're all from outside the box. Uh, I'll have to say the Doncaster one, uh, first home game of the season. Um, because it was the first goal we've seen in nearly two years. So it just made it a bit more special. Yeah, I must admit, when that one went in, I thought, Christ, this season, Barry Bannon's going to get 25 goals. <laughs> it's not quite worked out <laughs> like that, but I still think he's going to, well, hopefully he can you know, carry on that form and get, get more than uh, more than 10. Uh, cheers, Liam. Like I said, we'll, I'll come back to you uh, uh, shortly. Tom. <laughs> and you can, re- can refer me to Liam, you can refer me to Liam K as well. Yeah, that's fine. That's I'll refer. Yeah, I'll refer to you. That's fine. Uh, Tom, mate, how are you? All right. Oops. 
Yeah, thank- not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, was you there last night, Tom? Watched it on iFollow, mate. Uh, yeah, I didn't didn't go, but I watched it, and yeah, very good. I thought thought very good across the board, if I'm honest. What about uh, Barry Bannon's performance? Are you as uh, are you waxing lyrical like everyone else is at the moment about Barry Bannon? Yeah, I mean, uh, Liam K mentioned a moment ago, uh, Luan goes back in, so it pushes Bannon further up pitch. That's top and bottom of it. If we don't have Luan go in there, then he drops in deeper and tries to play 30 yards further back from the opposition goal. And obviously, it's not don't really work, as we've seen. Uh, since Luongo's been back, all them stats you mentioned about Bannon, Luongo's been outside of him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you when you look at before that, um, let's have a, let's have a look. So be, before the Oxford game, of course, he scored against Crew when we beat them two uh, nil, and his other goal came that that one that both Ben and Liam spoke about is the the second you know the second game of the season, the first home game uh, against Doncaster. So he did go a long spell without uh, without goals. He is you know picking assists up uh, here and there, but um, but yeah, he, he seems to have. I don't know if you've you've noticed, but you know, in in recent weeks, he's, he's having like three, four, five shots a game, and and before he weren't really doing that, were he, Tom? No, that's right, and that's because obviously he's further up the pitch, so obviously within twenty five yards, he's he's having a go. And I've um, had a quick look earlier. So far this season, he's he's not done too bad. I mean, from my point from my point of view, I think he's got eight goals, seven assists, and I think he's he's like thirty three appearances. So it's like what. One goal contribution in every two games. I don't think that's too bad, to be honest, from any 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 player at any level. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, all right, we've we've scored a few goals recently, but up up until that point, we we were struggling for goals, weren't we? So I suppose yeah, to for him to have uh, got that many contributions in a team that doesn't, like I said, doesn't score a great deal, or although you know we have, like I said, we have been scoring uh, scoring recently, but but yeah, it's. Um, you know, sometimes you know we we fell foul of it as as well. Like the the criticism of him, it, it must it must be. Uh, I suppose it must be frustrating for him. But but Barry Bannon's also his his biggest critic as well. You can see that from the interviews, can't you? Yeah, uh, and obviously there's a lot of hype around him. Every time we're on we're on Sky, even even <laughs> last season, like me and my mates had a running joke. As soon as team sheet were announced, it was just like give Bannon man at match straight away. It's just. Obviously, he's got this persona of how good he is, and he is a very good player. And this season, he's tried to do too much, I think, too often. But now with Longo coming back, Baez is coming and done very well. It's just letting him take and break off and just be a bit more free. And he, obviously, out run, run of games, he's contributed, did you say, nine, nine goals in this run of games so far with assists and goals? Uh, yeah, five, uh, it's five, five goals and four assists. Yeah, that's right. See, and that, and that's obviously because he's got better players and trusted players around him, like you mentioned a moment ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cheers for that, uh, Tom. Um, just going to uh, just going to bring Charlie in, and then we'll uh, we'll obviously move on to the the, the Burton game. So, see, like again, if you want to get involved, uh, do what uh, Tom, Ben, Liam, and Charlie have done, and press that request to talk button on the bottom left, and we'll bring you up. Like I said, we're just going to. Um, finish talking about Barry Bannon and then we'll move on to talking about the, the Pancake Day Massacre as everyone's uh, calling it the 5-2 win against Bolton uh, Bolton? Burton, sorry um, Charlie mate, um, how are you? Alright? Yeah, you're you, Paul? I'm, no, I'm decent. Good stuff um, uh, Yeah, 
obviously we're talking about Barry Bannon. What what do you want to have to say about the uh, the the wee Scottish wizard, as we'll call him? I think I agree with a lot what a lot of people are saying. I think the first half of the season, he were playing too deep. He were playing. I wouldn't say in the centre. He was sort of pushing further back than he needed to be. Well, we know he can be dominant and I think whenever he were playing in that role numerous times I've said it numerous times Johnson he'd run out front back to halfway line stop look command and then pass it in and it sort of he had the whole team on his back like he had to provide if you get me yeah he, he was sort of like the one that gelled everything together but now I think it's the fact that we've got more players that have come into a league of their own like Johnson he doesn't do that anymore. He can carry it ball. Um, and I think Bannon, recently, he's been class. And he's just been allowed to roam. Like, he'll come back for corners if it's... Like, they've got a corner. He'll come back and then make a dart in run upfield. If he's got ball, he'll carry it and make a pass. And I think that Moore sort of realised, if I let him free roam, we're going to be all right here. Yeah, definitely. It does pop up. I saw yesterday. You know, he popped up on the left hand side. He popped up on the on the right. It, it did seem to. Um, it did seem to, like I said, have a have a bit of a free role really at uh, at times. I mean, obviously, he signed a you know a new contract like the latter stages of of last season. Were you surprised that that you know that one we've managed to keep him and, and two that he wants to stay at, at Sheffield Wednesday? Uh, I wouldn't say I was surprised. I was thankful that he stayed because he's been one of those players that fans love. I think when, as a player like Bannon, a player like Hutchinson, when you've got that connection with fans, it's harder to move on from a club. Um, And I think he loves the club, we know that. He wants to get us back to the championship. He wants to help the team succeed. And I think it was it was surprising to an extent to say in the position where we were, because he's easily a championship player. We've seen that numerous times this season. He's easily a championship player. But I think it's the connection he has with the club that I think made him stay more than leave, if you get me like helped him. Yeah, of course. Stay. Yeah, of course. Um I've I've asked, you know, about the your best banning goal this this season, uh, which one uh, which one wins it for you? Uh, there's two. Um, you have to pick. Uh, you have to pick one, Charlie. Come on. Oh. He's only scored seven, so he's not like he's scored 50, 50 got like you know twenty five goals. You've got to pick from. He's only scored seven. Pick one. I think it had, it's got to be the one against Donny, and because of the fact I was there, I watched it on iFollow last night, but. Um, yeah, I watched it on iFollow last night, but I think the being one. there, it's different to yeah. watching it on TV. You've got the atmosphere, so I think, against Donny. Great stuff. Great stuff. Cheers, Charlie. Uh, st- stick around. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll probably come back to you a little bit uh, a little bit later on. Uh, now, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about, you know, the, the yeah, Pancake Day Massacre. Um, Liam Russell this time. Um, obviously, yeah, another one that weren't there. Obviously, you're uh, off to... Skegness or wherever you're going in a couple of weeks' time, uh, so, you've, <laughs> so you've got to so you're isolating. But um, but yeah, do you, 
were you panicking when it went to when it went to two two? Because I must admit, I was thinking it's going to be one of them games at that point. Um, I didn't. I don't know. I, I, I mean, when it went in, I thought, oh god, here we go. But then on the face of it, <clears throat> we were playing all right, weren't we? So well, they were still half an hour think, left, weren't they? To be fair, and I, I think as well with the with the with the form that we've had, I wasn't too worried. I wasn't as worried as I would have been earlier in the season. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously we were one 0 down to Donny and Broy back and whatever else. I think I wasn't as, uh, as I wasn't at panic stations like I would have been <laughs> first half of the season. Yeah. What did you uh, What did you think to the the starting lineup? Obviously, you made you made a few uh, a few changes, which were you know Berahino came out, Silaso started, um, and then the other one were Byers who sat out. Um, then you brought Gibson in. For all the world, it looked like Hutch were playing in uh, in central midfield. But when when we started and he and he popped up at central defence and. And Jack Hunt were in well, midfield. Hunt, weren't it? Yeah. Yes. What, what did you What did you think to that? Because I must admit, I was thinking at first. I thought it was part. I thought it was going to be Palmer. Well, I thought Palmer. Yeah. I thought if if it were if Hutch were playing centre half, well, if Palmer went at the back with the team we had, I thought he'd be in the middle. Yeah. Purely because that's where he obviously that's where he started his career. Well, his ideal playing position was at the start of his career. So yeah, that was that was surprising. Um. Obviously, more surprising that that Bayers wasn't in the style of them. It turns out it took a bit of a knock, didn't they? So yeah. Um, but no, I wasn't too, I wasn't too worried. To be fair. Yeah, it would, I mean, obviously, we made that change, didn't we? After that second goal went in, and uh, and and Hutch went. I think uh, Sal came off, and Berahino came yeah, on. Yeah, Berahino came but, on. But the, he... the big change for me was was the like the the change in you know uh, Hutch. Pushed up, didn't he? Went into central midfield. Hunt then went on the right, and and Palmer slotted in it to, at, at right centre back. For me, that was the that was the key change, really, weren't it? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think, I think, I think, uh, I was I was surprised that Berahino didn't start actually, um, purely because like so didn't offer much, you know, last time he got a run out. Uh, and I think Berahino did well when he came on. To be fair, yeah, he did. Um, he did all right. He, he didn't, a bit, of, he, he a didn't... bit more, a bit more pace. Like he's not obviously not rapid, but a bit more pace up front than what we had. And he seems to be doing well at chesting it down and holding it a bit. And it's sort of like we said, like we've said over the last couple of weeks, his touch is there now. So, um, like we said, that was that was what was letting him down before. Yeah, of course. So. Like we said, if you if you have a bad touch every time, you're not going to do anything with it, are you? Because you've probably lost it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Liam, I'm just going to bring um, Adam in from the Sheffield Wednesday Armed Forces Supporters Club. Uh, Adam, mate, you're right. Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, fine, thank you. That's easy, that because obviously t- the two the two of you that run it are both called Adam, aren't you? So uh, at least I got your your name right. Or oh, you're going to tell me that you're not called Adam now, aren't you? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty hard to mess us up. You've got us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Burton, Burton yesterday, 5-2. Um, how did you see that game? Obviously, for me, I don't want to say the 5-2 flattered us, but it didn't feel like it were a 5-2 game, did it? Well, that certainly didn't to me anyway. No, no, it didn't. Um, I think the, the first half performance was, um, was pretty fair. I think 
you know, the fact that we got a couple of goals was representative of our performance. But I think that that was it. You know, we, we didn't seem to have that magical flair that I, I think you could say we've had in a couple of recent games. Um, it was kind of similar to the, the Charlton performance in the sense that we just appeared to be like cruising in second gear. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one that noticed that Byers was a massive miss in that midfield. Yeah. Well, Hunt, Hunt isn't really a replacement for George Byers, is he, to be fair? No, not at all. I mean, I think Hunt did an all right job as a stand-in. You know, no disrespect to Burton, but when you can put a right-back in at centre-mid and not really notice much of a difference with performance, it it says a lot against your opposition. Um, but, yeah, that, I think the big thing for, for me, result-wise, yesterday was the change when we went 2-2. You know, the, the mentality yeah. change that you could clearly see, even at 4-2, it looked like they weren't safe and they wanted to get another to ensure that they were. And that's a fight level I've not seen at this club in a long time. And I'm, I'm very, very excited to see what, what's to come. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it were, obviously the Charlton game, I think we, me and Liam said it at the weekend, like we were in second gear and we were just, you know, by choice, didn't even come out of second gear because Charlton didn't really put us under any sort of pressure. Whereas I thought, against Burton in the first half it was pretty much second gear um but then you know once once it went to 2-2 two, two, we, we still had a few more gears left to kind of step it up and and that obviously showed showed in the scoreline for, for me like the you know it's that mentality change as well because you know going back you know in the in the first half of the season we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have won that game would we Adam? No, honestly, I said to my mate at half-time, I was speaking to him and saying, hoping we can get a good result in the second half, carry this momentum on. When it went 2-2, messaged him as soon as goal went in and put, we're losing this 3-2. Because I'd not seen that mentality change yet. I mean, obviously, they came back from behind against Donny. But in all honesty, even when we were losing it, Donny, I didn't expect us to lose the game. We looked the better team. But when the ass managed to get the ball through and it bobbled in, and I'm just thinking, this is going to be another Wednesday result. But that fight that that you saw it second half, there was a vi- there was a visible change. You know, they moved up, and not one, but two gears. And there was just a bit between the teeth. And it, it was great to see. Honestly, it was fantastic. Yeah, cheers. Uh, cheers, Adam. Thanks uh, Thanks for that. If you, reminder to everyone, if you want to get involved, then uh, press that request to talk button on the bottom left, like everyone else has done. And uh, and you can have your, your say as well. If, if For those that are uh, up and speaking as well, if you want to uh, if you want to get involved again, um, and let me know that you want to have, have something else to say. If you want to press that little heart button uh, and you can put your hand up as well and I'll, uh, I'll that'll alert me that you want to say, say something else. Um, I'm just going to come to uh, Matt Johnson. Matt, mate, how are you? You all right? Not too bad, gents. How are you? You're right. Yeah, I'm fine. Fine, thanks. Obviously, yeah, we're talking about the uh, the demolition of, of Burton Albion last night. Pancake um, <laughs> massacre, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, love that one. Um, what What did you think of the game? Actually, before you before you said that, have you ever seen a game where where the travelling fans don't celebrate a goal? Honestly, I mean, I'm as you can probably tell by my accent, I'm not native to Sheffield. I'm from Birmingham, so Burton's only what like forty minutes from me. And it is honestly. I don't know if any of you. I don't know if any of you went to the uh, the uh, away game at Burton. It's, every time I've been there, it's such a strange set of fans. But that was really bizarre. That last night, just absolutely no reaction. I think it was like everybody else in the ground. They couldn't believe me. Ass had done three people and then rolled it in the bottom court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll give him a bit of. Um... You know, 
slack that obviously they were sat on the bottom tier, weren't they? And I must admit, I, it's one of my gripes. Is on a night game those uh, those advertising hoardings. The they're so bright, like you literally you can't see a thing, can you? Can't see a thing, and my 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 eyes aren't great at the best of times, you know. Uh, so, you know, sometimes. So when you know, especially when it's in the asset, like close to the to the cop on the on the north stand, and you're yeah. looking at that far end, and you, you can sometimes struggle. But yeah, it it, it, it was almost comical. Cause I, yeah, you're kind of waiting on the away fans' reaction, aren't you? And then when there was nothing, you're thinking, is that actually at the bottom of the corner? Is that actually at the bottom corner? Yeah, and and it's it's one of them ones where I thought that it was offside or something, just because mm-hmm. no one was celebrating, no one would, nobody did anything really. It was a it was a weird one, but but yeah, what did what was your what, what was your, your take on that, on the wing I suppose it's just a feed on, obviously, what yourselves and Adam were just saying, really. I mean, not just going back earlier this year. I mean, going back the last two seasons, that was the two, two. We either go on to We go on to lose that game on the past two seasons. And it's just so refreshing to see a side that are actually changing their mentality and changing sort of... It's, it's just nice to see a side with some backbone and some fight. Um, I mean, from... I'm just thinking, I'm always constantly reminded of, of Shrewsbury earlier this year when it was, you know, it, it, they were not a brilliant side, it stuck us under a load of pressure and it just started to crumble. Whereas the past, what, two months, it just, it goes to, you know, one nil down at Doncaster, you don't, there's no panic in the stands, nobody's turning around to one another, it's not getting all very angsty and, and, and nobody's shouting at one another and you don't start hearing people getting on one another's back and then the players. Same again last night, it went to 2-2 and it was almost like, a, it was. It felt to me like a bit of a strange atmosphere in terms of it felt like this, this, is, this has got the opportunity to go one of two ways and then when the third just went in, it just, for me anyway and the people who I was sat around, just seemed to go completely flat calm. And everybody was like, oh, this is just going to end up now. With They're not going to put us under any more pressure, especially when they took Guediora and um, Nias. I couldn't believe that they'd taken, for me, look like they're the best two players straight off the pitch. And it almost it almost did us a huge favour in just nullifying their um, their threat going forward, really. Yeah, Nias, he were a bit of a bastard in, weren't he, to be fair? You, <laughs> yeah. could, you, could, you could see that he were... Um... You know that he's played at a high level. You know the he's got all the tricks of the trade, and he you know the, yeah. going down, getting the getting the cheap free kicks. He's just winning, just winning smart free kicks. Yeah, just winning smart free kicks in and around the edge of the area, just taking the pressure off as the ball goes forward and just going down. Which you know, to be fair, when you lose both Gregory and Windass earlier on, but earlier on in obviously this year, you think I'm struggling to see who's going to do that job for us. But it's been so good to see that players when they've come in, Byers, Berahino, Patterson. They've taken the chance when they've had it, and for so long it's just been a case of we've had people coming in for you know multiple injuries, and they've just done nothing. They just haven't stepped up to the plate going for as far back as what two seasons ago when what when Monk was in charge. It's just you see players come in, they don't take the chance. We go on to lose a couple. The regular sort of starters come back into the side, and it's just the same old, just on repeat. Whereas it's been really good to see you know what your classes, I suppose. A month, two months ago, some relative fringe players. You know, we're talking about Berahino and listening to the listening to the podcast. You, you, you boys are quite right. He was first, fourth or fifth choice, like far down the pecking order. He came on last night for Sao, and again, he was another one. It made a massive difference in terms of just holding the ball up a bit more, a couple of smart and neat touches just to shake off a defender and lay the ball off, allowing people to get up alongside him. 
and it just made a, a massive difference to just the way that we were playing. It's just so refreshing to see. Yeah, I still, I still don't think it's quite there with, with Patterson and, and Berahino that you know they still you know the the flick-ons that you know they don't not quite yeah. expecting it and stuff. But hopefully that'll that'll come in in recent weeks if they get that chance to as well. Yeah. Um, Matt, are you are you are you starting to believe, is it, or is this like the first time that you're starting to believe, or have you been believing before that? I'll be honest with you. I'm like I think every Wednesday fan, um, pessimistic until it's absolutely proven otherwise. So I'm incredibly skeptical still. I said at the start of the season. I think I was listening to the pod at the start of the season where you were talking about um, where do you think we'll finish, um, and I kind of sat around the idea of if you've got if you're in touching distance of the playoffs come April, you've got a chance because after that it's a lottery games and to be fair with the games that we've got in hand on other teams in and around us would people be disappointed now if you don't if you if, if we don't make the top six from the position that we're in currently um which is you know i, I didn't expect to be saying that midway through january yeah, de- definitely. Uh, cheers, Matt. Uh, stick around. No also, we'll, we'll, cheers, we'll come to you again. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, Luke, I'll come to you in a minute. Uh, but I've got um, Charlie, Tom, and Liam at one have, have a say. I'll come to Charlie first. Uh, Charlie, mate. Yeah, obviously we're talking about the the win last night. What was what was your take on uh, on that one? I thought the for the first part of the game when it was when we went two 0 up, I thought there's some fight here, and we've got a decent chance of winning this and we're going to batter them. Well, I deal with that mentality when you think you're all over them, you're 2-0 up and it's a good feeling. And then they brought it back to 2-2 and I thought, here we go, same old typical Sheffield Wednesday that we've seen for years and years on end now. And I think, as a lot of people have said, when we changed... Shut up, Google. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... Google's talking to me. Um, I thought it was your mum. No, my Google. <laughs> Go on, what, what were you saying? Um, still going. Um, I thought when we put Ochi in midfield, it just changed the game. I thought because we had two lads in midfield that just um, that don't stop fighting and. Yeah, I mean, I thought the fact that we had more less defenders and more in midfield, we had more of a chance of getting forwards. And I think after Patterson put his goal in for or Arthur, we, he just put the game into bed. There were there were nothing really to say that Burton were going forwards. It is there were nothing really threatening. Yeah, I mean, like I said that the, the change for me made made all the all the difference for for as well as Hunt did in a in a position that's not his you know not his most comfortable position. It, it it still was was obvious to see that there was a there was a difference there. Yeah, cheers, Charlie. Go, go and turn your your Google thing off. Uh, I think. Oh well, it's still going. <laughs> no worries, uh, Tom. I'm going to come to you. You've got your hand up, mate. Um, yeah, last night's performance. Uh, like I said for for me, like like I've said, it was a bit of a strange one. Uh, but but obviously, you know, we 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 certainly had a few more gears to to go through because we um, you know, we went through them and and kind of saw them off quite easily in the end, didn't we? Yeah, quite easy for me. Uh, when Patterson's goal went in, it felt like if you were if you went to this game when we beat when we when we got promoted with him, we beat Wickham, and when sort of when like Antonio then Rangers scored, it was sort of oh well, he's sort of dead and buried, and there's, they're not really going to lay a glove on us. That that's why it felt like when I was watching it at home last night. I just thought, 
I just looked at game and thought, how many more can we score? Yeah, Burton they scored a couple, but after then we were just it was just we were in control, and it was just a matter of when we would score again, not not if. Yeah, who was your man of the match last night? I think it's well, <laughs> that's going to be obvious, isn't it? Is it, is it Barry Bannon? It'd be easy to give it Bannon. Um, Go on then. If you didn't, if you didn't give it Bannon, who else? Who else would you pick out as having a having a decent game last night? For Pato did well. Obviously, uh, scored his goal. Um, is is Pat, uh, go on, then, We'll talk on Patterson. Then. Is, is is he a striker for you? Because he's got three and three now. Obviously, he's no, he's a, he's a right back. <laughs> I used to sign him on Football Manager back in the day when he were when he were at Arts and he were a great right back. But. <laughs> But he's a better striker than Canberra still, I'll tell you that. Well, he puts his head where it hurts, doesn't he? And, I mean, you look at the goals he's scored. The, the, you know, I don't want to say poachers' goals, but you know, the one against Doncaster, what, a yard out uh, last night. He were, he were in the six-yard box when he when he bundled it home. Uh, the goal against Charlton, uh, it just eludes me now, but I'm sure that that was in the... Was he in the box for that one as well? He's yeah, just... the ball got zipped across and him and Berahino were Ah, yes, it was. Probably. Yeah, he squared it, didn't he? So, so yeah, again, yeah. he's in the six-yard box again. So, that to be fair, to be fair to him, that they're the types of goals that, we, that we've missed for a long, long yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that Donny goal epitomises what he's like. He, he'll just chuck his head in anywhere. He'll, he'll, yeah, if he's not the most mobile, he's not... You don't look at him and think, God, he's got a great footballing brain. But it gives his all. He'll put his head where people won't put their feet. That proved it against Doncaster. And yeah, just 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 keep keep playing him while he's scoring. Yeah. That's, that's what you've got to keep doing from, from my point of view. Yeah, definitely. Cheers, uh, cheers for that, Tom. Um I've got, we've got a few a few people that have not uh, not spoken. We've got Luke, George and Benji as well. But uh, uh Giles, mate, how are you? You all right? Kid kids all tucked up in bed now, mate. Yeah, they're just about just about in bed. Yeah, are we, are we anyway? Because we've we've had we've had comments of people saying, "Where's Giles? What's happened to him?" I know. I've been, I've, I've been missing him, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, you've gone. Uh, I'm, I'm back now. I'm back. He's back. He's back. Uh, yeah. How, how are you, mate? I, I, yeah, not bad. I thought not bad. I thought you had a game last night. We got postponed, didn't it? Yeah, it got postponed. Yeah, we know we haven't next game Saturday. So, are you playing? Are you playing? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Did you watch the game last night? Then uh, I saw the highlights. I haven't seen the the game. Now. I was out and about doing errands, but um, yeah, great result, wasn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, like what seven wins and eight now. Like yeah, we're on fire. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, the first first up on on the on the like the the formation. Well, not the formation, but more the the starting lineup. Were you as surprised when? When Jack Hunt pops up in uh, in central midfield, because obviously we've spoke about, well, you, you've mentioned it a few times. You know, you've always said, remember Liam Palmer were a central midfielder. You know, when he first started, um, for all the world, well, to be fair, for all the world, it were Hutchinson in central midfield. But like like Liam said, if it weren't Hutchinson, you'd you'd thought it'd been Palmer, wouldn't you? But not not Jack Hunt. I honestly, I don't even know what what was the what was the the three midfielders. So you had Luongo by uh, Luongo Bannon, and then. Jack Hunt as well mm, instead instead of instead of George Byers. So interesting. George, so yeah, like for me that well, like you just said there, it's interesting. It, it, it you wouldn't have thought. To be fair, we've been we've been due a, a bit of a 
strange decision from from Darren Ball. You know? <laughs> yeah, he does throw throw one in now and then. Since Johnson playing left centre off, this is probably the well, that probably the last time he's he's done it. So yeah, we we were well overdue, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. That that's a strange one though. I, I didn't. I wouldn't ever have put Hunt to be going in midfield, especially when, like you said, there's Palms, there's Hutchie. Um, yeah, definitely. yeah. That, that's a that's a strange decision. How did he? How did he get on? Well, obviously, I I've only seen the highlights, so it's hard to really. Well, the fact that uh, the fact that we've all said that when he when he switched it up and put and put Hutchinson in midfield, uh, it brought Berahino on for um, for Silaso. And then, it, then it, at exactly the same time, when when we conceded the second goal, uh, he pushed Hutch up into midfield. So um, what was it? Two two when Hutchie went in, into midfield. Yeah, yeah, two two. So he's pushed, okay. he's, he's pushed him up. Then you've got Hunt is slotted in at um, at right wing back, and, yeah. and then Palmer's filled in the gap at uh, at centre half, and they've all kind of shuffled round. Jordan Sto- Jordan Story played. Uh, you know, in the center of the three with with Palmer and how did it look right. did it look much better well did it look much better when Hutchie went in the midfield well we scored three goals and conceded none when uh, when that happened so uh, yeah. so yeah i think that uh, i think that tells tells the story really um giles I'll, we'll, obviously we'll come back to you in a, in a sec but i just want to uh, get luke's thoughts on uh, on yesterday's game luke mate how are you i'm very well thank you gentlemen uh, evening giles evening liam and yourself how you doing yeah good thank you uh yeah, I just want to, well, just in relation to the game, uh, I just want to firstly say uh, how Darren Moore is uh, suppressing uh, so much, going, doing so much better than I thought this was even possible about 10 games or so ago. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. And a big shout out to the likes of Ben and Dimmy. Uh, and Tom on the uh, on the WhatsApp uh, patron WhatsApp group, who uh, I've been I've been really positive and backed him from from the start, and somehow they must have got a crystal ball because they kind of look, <laughs> seems seems like they they saw this coming. Uh, I've been a Wednesday fan long enough not to think that this was actually coming. Uh, but are, yeah, are you so starting to believe then, Luke? I yeah, you've got to, aren't you? So even when we went two two, in the back of your mind, you're thinking. Could we do a Wednesday? But do you know what? I actually thought we were going to get back into it and we were going to go on and, and win it. And I've not felt like that for for a while. Uh, I definitely didn't feel like that after that half time against Donny, for example. Uh, but yes, for us to come to come back and, and do this, and it and and Darren Moore is doing the things that I didn't think he had in him, like change tactics or change something during the, during a game and actually make make the difference. To the match, uh, like he did at halftime against Donny, and obviously last night when he's uh, switched Hunt and, and Hutchie uh, around, uh, I think, yeah, I think it's 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 starting to show that maybe he's a, a better manager than uh, and tactician than probably not just myself, but many Wednesday fans probably thought, uh, probably yeah, no, ten games ago or so. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we are going to come on to to Darren Moore and talk about him in a bit of in a bit because obviously this is uh, you know is a, a year in charge now. But um, in terms of like you know the, the the changes that he made and stuff, you know, you mentioned you know he changed it at half time uh, against Doncaster. And, you know, he, he changed it up up now. But do do you do you think that you know that we've come into some decent form? But do you think that falls down to the fact that we had so many players at the start of the season and? And that now, I don't want to say that the team's picking itself, but we haven't got that many options, really. Do you think that's helped him? 
a little bit or am I, am I doing a bit of disservice there? Uh, I suppose because we've had so many changes at the beginning of the season, it's, it's getting to know personnel. I don't think it's just the amount of players we've got, but probably just knowing the players, what they can do exactly. And obviously the players who are injured, uh, I suppose they're just taking out the equation. You don't need to worry about them at that time. Whereas now, I think most of the players have spent enough time together now to kind of really understand each other. So I think that's probably got a lot to do with it. And obviously, he does only have so many players to pick from. Uh, but I think the fact that like, they all seem to be getting that little bit of confidence at the same time, don't they? I think that's that's got a lot to do with it as well, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, I'm just going to come go on, Liam. I was just going to say, I was going to pipe upon this. <laughs> go on, pipe so obviously, away. So obviously, we were saying, obviously at the start of the season, he was playing uh, 4-3-2-1, whatever he was playing, 4-3-2-1, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, four at the back, let's just say. And then we kind of, obviously we, we were like, oh, well, he's had to go to this five at the back because we're short on centre-halves and it's covering all this, that and the other. But if he wasn't... Just bear in mind as well, he, he never said that. I think that's just the assumption that we yeah, that we've yeah, no, made, I mean. isn't it? Yeah. No, 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 that, that, that's what I mean. That's what you know oh he's had to go to this because of whatever but he didn't did it he ta- he's tactically made that decision to do it and i think even myself might have just said oh it's a you know we've fallen on this formation by a bit of luck really but thinking about it it's a decision he's made he's gone with it and now it's worked um do you not think and- i suppose it obviously brought in um he brought in Jordan Story as well. I think that's made a well. He brought in Harley Dean as well, which you know that's obviously gone a bit wrong. But uh, you know, bringing Jordan Story and that that's that's helped us play this formation better, I guess. Sorry, uh, my phone disconnected for a second then. But oh, I got he's brought in Story and that showed it up a little bit in short. Is that what we're getting? Yeah, yeah, and the, and the, yeah. The, and the, you know he's he's helped us play this this formation a lot better because we've got personnel that can actually yeah but i think it. then but like we say but then obviously mass has come back and Byers has you know got fit and got his chance and taken it as well but then also like we say he's, he's had you know and, and to be fair the good i mean we had a good run before obviously the covid break that we had to have Without the centre halves, there we had obviously Johnson playing there, and we had some good results. Obviously, not playing as good as we are now, but that's because people come back as well. So I think it was always there, and like everyone's saying now, obviously he's changed that mentality of the players. Um, obviously, that comes with winning as well, but you know, it's it's obviously work that's been done. For yeah. us to get to that point, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, uh, George. I'm going to come to you in a in a second, but Giles, obviously, we're talking. You know, six wins. Uh, sorry, uh, seven wins out of eight. I think it is now. Um, what must the confidence be like in the in the team? Uh, like having gone on such a run that we've gone on now. Yeah, I'll be flying. Um, you, you win many games. Um, Bannon now score more goals and he's he's doing brilliant unbelievable player uh and I'm so happy that he's you know he's putting in consistent perfor- performances um and yeah I think the the, the morale the confidence is there and I'm, it's it's looking really good isn't it let's be honest I mean, I'm intrigued to know do people think that we we've got a chance of actually going up automatically what what do you think um well I mean it's not until I suppose it's mathematically 
um, not possible. Well, You've got to have let's that. be honest. If we continue this form, then there's no reason why we can't go up automatically, right? Well, yeah. Or I mean, do you think I'm? Do you think I'm getting a bit too excited here? I think we could. I think we, we we're going to have to. Obviously, we're going to have to slip up. I think Rotherham are, you know, I'd say it pretty much there, aren't they? Unless yeah. they. Unless something ridiculous happens, you know. Well, if you, if you look, so um, so Wigan are eight points ahead of us. They've also got a game in hand on us as well. So potentially eleven points, but you know, all right, they they won the other night, but they also slipped up as well. So um, picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The, 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 thing, is, the thing is with those two, they've been there or thereabouts all season, haven't they? Um, like Plymouth were up there they've dropped off a bit Wickham they're indifferent in their form them two seem to be quite consistent don't they well in order for us to catch them they've got to lose at least three games at, at least um, for us to for us to make up that but yeah, that eight you never know deficit. do you and they've only if lost we, they've only lost six if, goals all season six games all season so um, it's a tall ask but you know I'd much prefer to be Sheffield Wednesday, you know, winning the games and, you know, Wigan looking over the shoulder thinking, Christ, you know, we can, we can't slip up here because we're going to get picked off by by Sheffield Wednesday. I'd, I'd definitely be in, in our position than being, you know, you know the, the team that's looking over the shoulder, definitely. Um, G- George, I'm going to come to you, mate. Um, thanks for uh, being patient and, and waiting. Um, what, yeah, what do you want to have to say on, on yesterday's 5-2 win? Oh yeah, hope you're all right and everything. Yeah, all good, thanks. Uh, basically, I just think we played in the first half. Basically, I thought we were very shaky at the back. I don't know if anyone else agrees, but I just felt that the attack, their attack with that, I think it, I can't remember his name, that Niasse. I thought it was Niasse, a, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was quite a little bit of a thorn almost in our in our. In our sides, George. Who do you think, in particular? Times? Sorry, were was looking shaky. Um, Jordan Story, if I'm being honest, but I love him. I think he's absolutely brilliant. But I think there were a couple of parts where he were a bit shaky. Okay. But honestly, honestly, in that second half, the way that we went two-two, and then we were able to lose it. Cause I, I said to my mate, we we're, were at game. We said to my mate, we've lost this game because. I've always had pictures in my mind uh, before, before like, even the previous Sunderland game. You know, at, at Hillsborough, we won three nil. We were three nil up, and I was I was worried that we were going to lose because uh, doing a Wednesday. But the way that we were able to just move Hutch into midfield, bring Jack up back, and it 
it just clicked, didn't it? And I thought I thought Hutchinson played fantastic into that role where he hasn't actually been playing for however long. He's obviously he's had to fill in a centre back, but I think he was he was picking out balls and he was brilliant. Um, and yeah, I think just the way that we we ended up just dominating that game in the last what thirty odd minutes, I think was superb. Yeah, who would you have had as the um, you know the man of the match? I know obviously, well. Apart from Bannon, because I think he was nailed, you know, nailed on to be man of the match last yeah, last yeah. night. But who, who else would you say, you know, had, had a, you know had a decent game? I'd probably I'd probably say Marvin Johnson because he, he's been so he's been so consistent and brilliant over this past however many games that we've been playing. And I think he played superb last night. But if you was to go for a little bit more of an outsider, I'd probably say um, probably say Lewis Gibson to be honest. Uh, yeah, are you impressed? Obviously, we've he he had a a cameo against Doncaster. Um, yeah, and obviously, yeah. you know, he started started this week, so he's he's obviously in in Darren Moore's plans. Is he someone that 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 you see kind of holding down that left centre half uh, position in recent like in, in the coming weeks? Um, I, I think he's got the potential to. I think going to other side of defence, I think Jordan's story is nailed on. And I think personally, we should sign him on a permanent. It was just like the start of the game where we didn't necessarily settle into the game as quick as I personally would have liked. But I think we did eventually <laughs> do it really well. But um, but yeah, I think I think Lewis Gibson, the way that he's just he's come, what he played, what a first half in against Bolton at home. Yeah, and then to um, to get injured from that, to then go back to Everton, to go and go through all that, and then. Come back, be brought on against Donny in what last however long, get an assist. I think he made a really good run. He's really good at playing ball, I think personally. Um, but yeah, I think the way he's coming there, he showed what he could do against Donny, and then he's he's obviously he played at weekend just on for the last what last five minutes, and then he made his start what start of the day, and he, he played. I thought he played really well. Decent, yeah. Cheers, uh, cheers, George, for that. Uh, yeah, no worries. Wardy Thank and you. Ross, I will come to you in a, in a second, but Liam's had his hand up for what feels like uh, all night. Uh, Liam K, um, yeah, what, <laughs> what do you want to have to say on uh, on last night's performance then? Yeah, I thought we started the game really well, getting a two-goal lead. Um, like Saturday, we were got we were two 0 up, and then it was easy. Really, Charlie didn't lay a finger on us. Last night was slightly harder. Uh, I feel the words we got when when they pegged it back to two two. We you know, I thought they were signs of the old Wednesday returning, where we felt we were comfortable. We thought we were comfortable, then we they came back into the game, and you're thinking, oh here we go, we're going to lose three two at this rate, we're going to fall apart. But no, great great spirit to heads didn't drop, and we overpowered them in the end, and we could have scored more than five. Yeah, definitely. Have you uh, have you booked your your hotel at um, at Wembley then? Um, I did that uh, before we played Huddersfield and I had to cancel it. <laughs> so I'm being a bit more reserved this time. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I've uh, been I've been looking today, mate. <laughs> well, then how, how much are you going for, Liam? I don't know. I, I, I was I was only looking at. Uh, I was I was just doing a bit of scouting, but uh, I've not had a chance to look properly yet, to be honest. But 
I'm, I'm sure you're not the only one. I'm sure, I've already seen that some people have already. Uh... Just, just you've just get, get, got to get a decent cancellation policy, and you'll, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, uh, I don't blame them. Yeah, cheers, cheers, Liam. Uh, just before I come to you, Wardy, I'm just going to uh, obviously as we always ask for his three word match reviews, of course, on Twitter. I'm just going to read a few of them out. Um, Neil Rendell, the Pancake Day Massacre. We've already said that one. Um, Ross. We're going to come to you in a sec. You put patience pays off. Um, Neil Marshall, watch out, Wigan. Um, John uh, or Kyle Bagnell, we got Bannon. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Dawn, she puts a bloody roller coaster. I think that's quite fair to say. Actually, that's that's just kind of the life of being a Wednesday fan, to be honest. Um, yeah, Wardy, I'm going to come going to come to you. Uh, obviously, yeah, we we beat Burton five two yesterday. Are you are you starting to believe that we can that we can do it this season? Oh, absolutely. It's like, I don't, I can't, I think I can pinpoint it to when we started being good. It's when we, when we signed Jordan Story. I, I think it's just when, when you've got a solid back three like that, it just gives, like I said, well, we've seen that Bannon freedom, Bayer's the freedom, and even Luongo the freedom just to get up. Um, like I say, like, do, do, do you think he's someone that we should, I mean, obviously I know he's at, he's at Preston or on loan from Preston. I know he's not really in, um, Ryan Lowe's plans, but from what the Preston fans are saying, I think they've they've got uh, a young kid from Liverpool on on loan who will probably go back at the end of the season. So it looks unlikely that we'll be able to sign him. But if we if we can, obviously we can spend some money in in the uh, in the summer. Is he one that you'd probably go out and and try and oh, sign? Uh, absolutely, he's got to be a priority. Like we've let centre halves go in Bast, Mark Lecter, Verancio, but we cannot let Jordan Story go. I mean. I, it's gonna. Yeah, I can imagine it's gonna be a hefty fee if he does contribute to our promotion. Um, because obviously, you know, he's got that English tax of like a young English defender. It always comes with a hefty price tag. But like I say, it's just I don't know what it is. But we just like like Bannon said yesterday. Like we we actually are like a different animal. Like we went one up, and obviously everyone noticed. We literally just carried on pressing and pressing and like just running at Burton's defenders and didn't even give him a chance to breathe. But obviously, do a two very sloppy goals. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we are now. Like it were they weren't like the first goal. It was just through through a sea of bodies. Um, couldn't do, they, do a lot about that. But second goal is just one of them. In it, like you've got a Premier League striker coming at defenders. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah, but, it, it it did like make it make it look easy. But, you, know, you, you mentioned there, Jordan Story. I just got it up here. You know, he, he came in just before the Oxford game. Obviously, sat that one out. He, he sat on the bench when, to be fair, most people were saying that he should have perhaps uh, started that one, even though he's only just uh, only just signed him. But, but then you know he's, he's played every minute of every game since that. You know, Ipswich, Morecambe, Burton away from home, and Wigan. We've won all those. The only defeat was obviously Rotherham, uh, and then we've gone on. You know, well, like I said, but even then against Rotherham, like we, I thought we deserved to win that game. Yeah, hundred percent. Or at least, at least grab a draw, and that's what I mean about us now. Like we're not scared of, it, of playing anyone, and that's what we like to see. Because like against a team like Rotherham, what they got now is it like? Oh, I forgot how many games unbeaten they were like before they played us. It's really it, it, they are a de- they are a decent run. I mean, they're still not they're still not lost, and they've kept you know even more. Clean sheets yeah, as well. Is... Like, we pressed them like they were like they were just like they were not they don't know one, and that's what we like want to see, and that's what Darren Moore I think has brought into into that changing room. Obviously, he talked about that psychologist and stuff. Like when we went to two two, I'm pretty sure last season would have just folded and probably played for a draw. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at the games that are coming up as well. Obviously, we've got Lincoln on Saturday. Um, then we go, then we uh, host Cambridge. We've got Accrington in that rearranged game. Then we go to Gillingham. Then we've got Cheltenham, AFC Wimbledon as well. So in, when you look at that in the next, what, six games, they're all teams that are and like the more the, the more you read out, the more you read out these teams, the more I'm going on to booking.com. <laughs> yeah, de- I mean, th- them them six games, you've got nothing to really fear, have we, to be honest? I mean, Obviously, it's Wednesday, isn't it? Like, we <laughs> The, the team that like they'll they'll show up against the good and then that's it. We'll, they'll, they'll shit out a couple of one nil defeats and it's just like I say I'm not I'm I'm gonna get ahead of myself because I don't I, I like to be optimistic and I've I've seen a lot of bad bad thing bad seasons and it's for once in my life I'm only 19 so as you can see I've been through a lot of uh, misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah d- definitely. Like I say, when, when we're playing well like this, it's just one of them. Uh, you, I mean, when you look, classics. yeah, I mean, you look, you know, Sunderland, we've got a game in hand over them and they're two points behind them. They're, they're sitting sixth. Uh, Wickham, they're a point behind Sunderland. Plymouth are two points behind them. So there is a bit of a, you know, we're, we're five points out of eighth. It was Plymouth. So there is a bit of a gap. And then there's another three points to, to Ipswich. So, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And obviously, if, uh, obviously we're still going to keep an eye on this Derby County situation. Obviously, if they do end up folding, there's a third automatic place to play for. Well, I've not really, not really thought of that one, um, but but yeah, so, de- yeah, hundred hundred percent. Water, thanks for your input. Stay, stay there, mate. Right. We'll uh, we'll probably come back to you in a in a short while. But uh, I just want to bring George up. Uh, uh, sorry, I've already sp- spoke to George. Ross, uh, Ross, I'll come to you, mate. You're right. Are you there, Ross Stevens? Want to unmute yourself? Yeah, you, yeah, I'm back in now, mate. I'm back. Yeah, in. can you? Yes. Uh, how um, how are you, mate? You're right. I'm very well, mate. Very well. Good, good. What were you there yesterday? What did you uh, have to think? Uh, I wasn't there. No, Tuesday nights. My boy does football. Don't finish till half seven. We're up in North Yorkshire, so never get down on a Tuesday night. Um, it's just uh, George mentions uh, people looking shaky. It just triggered something in my mind. I thought uh, Bailey Peacock Fowler looked a bit shaky last night. Uh, do you know what? It's funny you should say that because I thought I thought exactly the same. It all stemmed from I, don't, I can't remember what minute it was in, but. The ball, it was, to be fair, with shit back pass to him. Um, but you, for all in world, you were thinking, just put your laces through it. And I don't know what he tried to do, but he got he got himself in a whole world of trouble. And um, and yeah, I thought that really like, knocked his knocked his duck off. Uh, it did, mate. Do you that think, early do you think, on, it did. Do you think he should have done better with with both both of their goals as well? Um, first one's odd because it's hit with power coming through a, a, a crowd of players. But again, it's it's pretty central. They weren't really in a corner, so yeah, maybe you should. It's hard to be uh, to uh, give him critique because uh, he's uh, he's played really well all season. He has been a fantastic keeper, uh, so it's hard to 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 point him and say yeah, he should have saved them because uh, the, the, again, the first one, yeah, hard shot uh, hit with a lot of power from uh, from the edge of the box through a crowded box. Uh, so I'd say a bit harsh to say he should have saved both of them. I think the second one. The centre off should have dealt with it. It should have been dealt with before the shot got uh, the, the lad managed to take a shot. Uh, so I think no, I think the, the second one's definitely harsh to say it's his fault. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, cheers for that, uh, Ross. For me, for, sorry, I'm just piping up on this one again. Go uh, on then, Liam. Go on, mate. The first one, I believe, it took a deflection according to my the Tom who I sit with, who we sit directly behind the cop. So. Not sure if anyone else can uh, 
because I, I messaged him straight away saying, "Do it, take a deflection," and he reckons so. So it did look strange. Maybe not right? as bad. He, he just kind of fell on it, didn't he? And um, and obviously the ball went went underneath as if it was like you know you know that that kind of dive when the ball does deflect and you know you're not gonna not gonna get there kind of thing. But I've not I've not seen it from an angle where I do see a a deflection. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just I, think. I think with him sometimes as well, and there was there was I don't know if it was just one instance. It might have been a couple last night, and a few across a few of the other games as well. There's a few times when I think he needs to come and get the ball. More <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, there's he, times when he just seems to like he should just come out and get it. Basically, he's not as like commanding or whatever yeah. as he maybe could be sometimes. That's my only. It, it's like James said earlier though, as well, it's, it's a confidence thing I think with Bailey Peacock Fowler because he's come for crosses in the, in, in the past and really flapped at him and, and got us into a bit of trouble as well so he doesn't always come and clear them cleanly so yeah. again, if, if he comes to one early and misses it I, I think he's a massive confidence player yeah because yeah, there was one there was one um, at the weekend wasn't there where he's come out and taken it above his head and then gone down as they do because we're winning I think obviously Um but yeah, he does look a bit apprehensive, doesn't he, sometimes but when he thing, comes out for it. The thing is, we're, we're saying this, and you look at the recent games, all right, that, you know, we've conceded two last night, we kept a clean sheet against Charlton, we conceded a penalty against Doncaster, clean, uh, we've, all right, conceded two against Rotherham, but I think it's fair to say that he couldn't do, do uh, done much about those two goals. And then we were a clean sheet against Wigan, clean sheet against Burton away from home, clean sheet against Morecambe, clean sheet against Ipswich. So uh, you know, on the on the face of it, it might have looked a bit shaky last night, but you know, like like you said on your on your little uh, on the little video match reaction video, Liam, it doesn't matter when you've uh, when you score five goals, does it really? Um, no. Big big game. I'm just going to come to you, mate. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Um, what what do you want to have to say about uh, about yesterday, bigger? Um, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, mate, loud and clear. Right. Um, honestly, I thought it was one of the best performances of the season, but I, um, Wardy, I went next to him, and I'll just like to say he's the most deluded Sheffield Wednesday supporter I've ever seen. And <laughs> his mic's muted for a reason, because he, he doesn't have any good opinions. I was sat next to him at North Stand. He was absolutely waffling. So all I wanted to say, I thought we were great. Uh, Wardy, if you have anything to say, I'll, I'll happily accept it, but you just don't have any good ball knowledge. Love the podcast, guys. <laughs> right, right, right. Hold on a minute. <laughs> go on. Here go we on. go. Big now air. we get the gloves on. Big, <laughs> big air. Biggie, biggie, big air. Right, I just like to call out this, <laughs> this, this young gentleman slagging, slagging Barry Bannon off all, all season. He pops up with a masterclass. You know what? I'll tell you that, after he scored his first goal, I just shushed him. I didn't even celebrate. I just shushed him. <laughs> but I can see, I can see he's left. So I'll, I'll, I'll mute my mic and I'll get back to the next next speakers. <laughs> no, uh, no problem. That's what we like to see. Like, if you do agree or disagree with anyone, anything that anyone has to say, then then you know, but feel free to pipe up. At the end of the day, it is a, it is a debate show. But uh, uh, but yeah, right. Let's get on to uh, let's get on to Darren Moore. Then obviously he's a uh, he's been in charge for for a year now, as of as of yesterday. Um, if you want to, um, if th- those speakers, if you want to put your hand up, if you want to have to, something to say, then I will, uh, I will come to you. If you are listening, and you want to get involved, press that request to talk button on the bottom left, and I will, uh, I will bring you up. I can only have so many up as well at, at one point. So if I do um, kick you off, then 
then it's not no harsh feelings. You know what I mean, there's only so many people I can I can bring up. Um, but yeah, you know, if you look at his stats, uh, twenty in in the league, twenty wins, fourteen draws, and fourteen defeats. Obviously, that does include um, when we were in the championship last season. Averaging one and a half points per match across that one this season, you know, one point seven six points per per game. It was only a point a, a point a game in the championship when we got relegated. Um, just another point. He's used thirty four players so far in uh, in this season in the uh, in the league, which is a, a stat that I was quite well. I wasn't surprised that because obviously he has chopped and changed quite a bit, but I didn't quite think it was. Uh, didn't quite think it was that much. Um, so I'm going to come, going to come to, uh, I'm going to come to Adam then first. Uh, Adam, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, on, so Darren Moore, first, the, I suppose the question is, uh, what, what's your overriding opinion of Darren Moore? Are you, are you delighted? Are you happy? Do you think you should do better? Or do you just want to get him gone and get someone else in, even though despite where we sat in the in the league so far? Uh, I'm going to be very Keir Starmer here and say I'm very much on the fence. Um, I'm a bit... Uh, I'm a bit cautious with being all one way or all the other. Earlier in the season with the drop in form and the amount of draws we were getting, the apparent inability to be able to pull off a win, I was Darren Moore out all the way. Um but I think I've I've settled a little bit now with the fact that he's our manager. He's managed to get the players gelling a little bit better and we have had an upturn of form and we appear to be displaying a little bit of a better mentality now. I'm still cautious to be 100% behind him until I can see what he's like when he's had a transfer window where he can spend money. Because I don't think that the, the window that we've had where we were only be able to bring in threes can be truly representative of what he can do as a manager. I want to see what he can do when he can spend some money and bring in the players that he really wants, rather than, in the nicest way possible, a few odd jobs that nobody else wanted. Yeah, I mean, uh, personally, I think he's, you know, I suppose earlier in the season, we said that he's brought all these uh, all these players in. On the face of it, it looked like he'd had a fantastic transfer window with the, with the calibre of players that he's signed. And then, I must admit, I were, I were questioning it somewhat because, you know, you, you look at the side that's that's playing and, and all right, this currently at the moment there is some some new players, but at, at one stage, I think there was only like Bailey Peacock, Farrell and Gregory that was um, that was his his players, so to speak. All the rest were, were players that had been here, here before, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously he's, he's, he's turned it around somewhat. Do, do you think? I know I mentioned it earlier. Do you think that's down to him and the, the, and his like kind of what he does on the training ground, or do you think it is uh, a fact that you know we haven't got that many players to pick from, and it's just kind of happened by accident? Uh, I mean, there's definitely some aspect to it that can be attributed to the fact that we don't have a large pool of players that we can pick from at the minute because of the injuries that we've gotten. I don't think that you can realistically blame that on Darren Moore. There's going to be other factors that uh, contribute to that because we've been having injuries ever since the Carlos era. Um, I think it's a a fantastic testament uh, towards the person that Darren Moore is with the the amount of players we've signed that have immediately said that they've signed because of Darren Moore. Um, I think one of the reasons I'm a little bit um, unsure and not wanting to throw my support fully behind him is 
the, the formation. Um, I, I'll never understand as much as some people might be able to explain it. It doesn't sit with me how we can have as many centre-back injuries as, we, as we've had and he goes for a back three where you need more centre-backs than any other formation. I think that alone, for me, just doesn't sit right. I don't know why, but I think, you know, if you've got that many centre-back injuries, why are you not trying to go for a back four and just trying to settle with a Marvin Johnson at left-back and playing two of your centre-backs at centre-back instead of trying to shove a, a left-winger at centre-back and a converted right-back come striker, come centre-mid, come cam at centre-back. I, I don't get it. Um yeah, I mean, um, Tom, Tom uh, before I come to you, Tom, well, uh, Liam, you want to say something? I was going to come to you, Giles. Like, what, why why have we, why has Darren Moore done that? I know we, why, why have we gone to a, a back three when we haven't got any centre-backs from your point of view, Giles? Go on then, Liam, whilst Giles is just trying to find an un- unmute with, button. I was in his counter with, we've been on his best two runs of the season while playing that formation, so... I don't know. That's Sorry, mate. I was just. <laughs> what yeah. is your question? Sorry, I was just. I was yeah. Just so, 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 Adam was just saying about how you know uh, we're talking about Darren Moore and, and and he's just saying the formation choices. You know why why have we gone to why have we gone to a back three when we've only got well no centre backs whatsoever? Like it, it just didn't don't sit quite right with Adam. So I'm just asking you know from a professional footballer's point of view, why why would a manager do that? Well. First of all, a lot of managers now are playing free at the back uh, in all in all leagues. It's crazy. Like to think, three four years ago, you might get one team that plays three at the back. Now it's, it's you got you've got more. The majority of the the teams in the leagues are playing free now. So is that because a, is that because of the wing backs though? Not because they're having three centre backs yeah, in it. I think so. I think it is. I think you're right. I think it's it's a way of pr- probably putting the wing backs. Uh, in there to, to 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 get a bit higher up the pitch and be a bit more attacking, but I think the other flip side, I think for Sheffield Wednesday, why Moore is is doing it, I think it might be because we've, because when we had so many injuries, he didn't trust the defenders um, to go in, to go in a two, so I thought he, I think he wanted to go for an extra body in there for a bit more security. That's that's what I think. Listen, I might I might be wrong. He might literally be one of these managers that even if we had fit defenders i know he played a four but he may have changed even then to to go to a three but i just think when you play a four and then change to a three when you've got injuries that kind of shows me that you're not trusting what you've got in a two so you want to put three there do you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely cheers giles uh, tom then i'm going to come oh, to I, you oh sorry 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 right, wally i'll come to you in a sec mate tom's just been waiting to uh say his piece so... wait a minute wally yeah <laughs> oh, here we go, Biggie and Wardy. Come on, let's have it. <laughs> go on, Tom, and then we'll have the Biggie versus Wardy. <laughs> go on, Tom. So, no, I would just I put my hand up when the chat was talking about Moore and him not being hundred percent behind him. And I just don't I just don't get how you can't be at this moment in time. Yeah, he's not had a transfer window where he's spent money, but what he has done is reduced the wage bill absolutely Who said not- that, Thomas. Did someone say that they're not backing more? They said they're not a hundred percent behind him. They, they're not getting fully on board. I only, to be honest, I had half an ear on it because I've just booked my uh, Wembley hotel. So <laughs> I've just been doing that. Did you book that. mine as well, Thomas? Pardon? <laughs> did you book mine as well? If you want me to, mate, just uh, <laughs> follow me on Twitter and I can get you sorted. <laughs> no, but seriously, somebody said uh, they weren't hundred percent behind him. They weren't getting too carried away, which is understandable. But then they went went on to say things like he's. 
He's not spent any money. He's not fully convinced until he's had a window where he's spent money. But from my point of view, he's had a window where he's had no money. He's got us where we are on the table. He's reduced the wage bill by God knows how much. He's had an influx of new players. I'd probably say we've had near on 20 new players with the loans and the frees and the people that's coming during the season. And we are where we are. I think Mo's done a, done a cracking job and I've backed him all the way through. And the guys on the Patreon WhatsApp will back me as well. It's well done, Darren Moore. Uh, every, every time <laughs> I, 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 think you're, I think you're right. I think it has been a bit up and down, though. He has, he's, he's had some eyes. He's, he's gone for a bit of a, a bad, bad spell as well, hasn't he, where fans were getting on his back. But it seems like, you know, he's come through that and literally we've, we've found, we're finding some, some consistency now, aren't we? And we're playing really well. So I think you, you can only go on the present, right? And I think yeah. at the moment we're we're playing really well. Things are looking good. So yeah, we have to back him, right? We have to back him, surely. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I've obviously I mentioned then I've backed him through when it weren't going too well. And my I've always been well. If you sack Darren Moore, who comes in? Who comes in and works with his players? It's a bigger, it's a bigger job then. And then pre-season we we were crying. Well, last season we we're crying out for stability, give somebody a chance. And the first time. It went wrong. Everybody wanted him out, and I, I still don't get it. I think and, I, I was I've been very much in that camp as well. And like yeah. for me, it's you know at the moment especially, and before before this little run, maybe you know he was getting some stick and oh look at his win percentage, win percentage, all this rubbish. If we end up being where we want to be at the end of the season, who gives a toss about win percentage? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No one will be moaning about it then, will they? <laughs> no. Definitely. Just one other quick thing. You mentioned the three at the back and the, and the four at the back and changing formation. What I tend to think is when you play a 3-5-2, obviously you get your three centre-halves, but then you naturally sort of have two sitters in midfield. So you sort of always have maybe five players on a defensive point of view. So if you've not got three natural centre-halves, you more than likely got two sitters in there to protect them as well. So Giles might correct me there, but I'm just thinking that you're not really going to have three at back, two wingers bombing on, your three midfielders and your two strikers. You tend to get a more reserved type of midfield. Well, what, what, yeah. I, can't, what yeah, I can't yeah. wait for is when, obviously, Gibson's back now, Iofa's coming back, you know, oh, we need Nye's, uh, he's Dunkley and, and everyone else, and God will he'll have a right headache for, for, picking his, uh, for picking his back three. I think, I think with the three at the back as well, Dare I mention his name, and I think I've mentioned it before, but obviously Chris Wilde as well known for playing the three at the back. And when Johnson and Palmer were, you know, those two either side of the centre-half, they were pushing on a bit. And it seems to be that's just something that everyone seems to be adopting now. And if you look at him at Middlesbrough, he's playing McNair at centre-half, who's a midfielder, to do that if that makes sense. So it is something that a lot of teams are doing. What, what I'll caveat that to is, is Wilder's just been watching Darren Moore and it's obviously worked for him. So that's that, that's what's happened there. James, am I about to just quickly respond to uh, Tom there? Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, um, <clears throat> thanks for your reply, Tom. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think I explained it badly. It's not that I don't back Darren Moore now, because I do. Obviously, the job that he's doing now is working. Um, the position that we're in in the league now is fantastic. I, I love seeing the club where we are and going up and getting better and getting wins. I'm just, 
I don't want, as you said, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I've seen it all too many times where we go on a bit of a good run and then it collapses. And I, I'm I'm a bit of a pessimist in that regard. It's not that I don't back Darren. I'm just trying to remain in the realms of staying calm and not going too excited. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. And yeah, no, that, that sums it up. And I'd say in a better format than you mentioned a moment ago. But let's hope that we're at Wembley or even automatic as Giles mentioned earlier. Right, go on then, Wardy. I know you're chomping at the bit, mate. Right, so I'll I'll get my opinion on this uh, Darren Moore in on that situation before Biggie starts typing up and uh, <laughs> <things. laughs> um, So I I I think the three at the back is a bit of a obviously I don't know who said it, but um, I think I think Giles could probably back this. But when you spent a whole preseason on the one tactic, and obviously with the players you've got, three at the back is like perfect because we've got so much versatile players. I think. Then changing a whole system in between seasons, especially with volume, with the volume of games in League One, you like literally every Saturday Tuesday, every Saturday Tuesday. I think it is such a big turnaround to make from three three defenders to four defenders. So I think Darren Moore in that regard needs to be praised because of what he's done. He's made Marvin Johnson one of the best centre halves in the league. Um, he's made. You know, we've got. We've got. <laughs> We've got we've got Palmer playing in centre half. We've got we had last night Hunt playing um, centre centre mid, and then obviously Hutchinson came from defender to midfield. I think in that sense he needs every single prayer. So I'll let Biggie reply. Let me just uh, let me just introduce uh, Johnny Nelson to uh, present the gloves are off. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, Bigger. Right, it's actually bad because I'm, I'm on your side. I've I've been more in when. Our in, our in a group chat, everyone were more out except for me. Even even Wardy were more out, but he won't admit it. None of them will admit it. <laughs> I, I've backed Dan Ellen uh, back, and I'm actually going to um, debate, um, come back on this. You look, at, you look at even like Sunday league football, your teams will play a back three instead of a back four, like play three centre-backs, if they've just got like no options or they're a bit crap. Like it just help, it helps the keeper, it helps everyone. So that's, that's why we play a three back, because like it would be better to have Liam Palmer, Marvin Johnson, like just a makeshift defence because three's going to be hard to beat them too, even if we don't have any centre backs. Anyway, um, I, apparently I was slandering Bannon earlier, and I'm going to be real. I was slandering him. Uh, he, he, I don't think he's best ten in league. No, I at the start of season. Seven, I'm top. Is that funny? Go on. I don't. I don't know. I thought. I, I, I thought he was going to be good this season, but I don't think so far he's been top ten. But do you, do you not think that in recent weeks? I mean, I've I've I already I listed off the uh, his last nine mm. games. Uh, what he's got five goals and four assists. Obviously, he's, in recent weeks, he's he's been bang on form, scored some worldies as well. Like, do you not think that I, I get I get that for the whole season he's not been ten out of ten? But in recent weeks, which is where you know, where we have to talk about the present, do you not agree that he has come into some decent form? So you know he has come into form, but I think form. It's the biggest like thing, and it changes football opinions massive. Like even like the top level, someone can have like a, a good run of like three or four games, and you can mm. say something like, "I rate Bannon," but like my mate Ollie, like he said, Byers were better than Bannon. Like uh, just because like when like, Byers got like, three games in a row, like Byers is good, but I'm realistic. Bad. Water, can you meet your mic, please? <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. That's, can you stop laughing, please? Thank you. I just uh, there's so many better. He's not even the best midfielder in the league, Bannon, let alone top 10. I just Whoa, don't think... biggie, biggie, biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bannon, 
I, I completely understand what you're saying, right? And if you look at other players, he probably hasn't performed, you know, better than other midfielders throughout the course of the season so far. So I agree with you on that. But let's not get it twisted, right? Bannon is by far a top, top player. And let's forget, he, he, he's dropped down a league. And I've always told you, when you drop down a league, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Very, very difficult. But he is, he's a top player. And I think anyone in this league would die to have Barry Bannon. See, this is why Giles Cole does this for a living, because he knows what he's on about, Biggie. Yeah, I, I dropped down well, the league in pro clubs when I got relegated. And I, uh, it was right, I had to it. One point you've talked about Sunderland, second point you talked about FIFA. You just demote yourself to a listener and let the big boys talk. Listen, listen, mate, you are deluded. I don't know what 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 makes you feel you come from. Because then that day, it was seven games ago, and I saw you. You were abusing everything. You were, you were kicking your seat. Kicking your seat. You were that annoyed at Bannon. Go, go on, now, go now on you're all with Go on then, biggest. So we obviously we, we've played everyone in this uh, in this league once already, uh, some room mm. twice. Go on then. Name me a better midfielder than Barry Bannon that you've seen this uh, this season in League One. Right, I'm going to sound stupid for saying this. I forgot his name. It's that Accrington guy. His first name's Sean. I don't know his last name. Him. McConville. Him, yeah. I, I, yeah, he's put better numbers than Bannon when it comes to assists, when it comes to goals. He's just he's just been better. Where's Accrington in league, bigger? Exactly, that's even it. He's, put, he's, he's, had, he's had Accrington around him. Bannon's had, you know, incredible players like Silla, like Florian. He's, he's had... He's had great options. Yeah, but Bannon is highly contributed to where Wednesday are now. Fair well, enough. Like, fair enough. That bought from Atkinson. He's had a good. He's had, he's had a good stint, but he's not exactly had a massive influence like Bannon has on our team. I think if you put Bannon in that Accrington team, they're exactly in the same spot. Maybe even lower. They miss more penalties. <laughs> Right, you two. Uh, cheers for your inputs. Uh, George has been waiting a while to... Hold on, before before George said, I'll just say it's been a pleasure, but bigger, any time, any place, yeah. anywhere, I will do you some serious harm. If you come to Lincoln, <laughs> see what happens, mate. If you come to Lincoln, you will regret it. <laughs> I want to referee this. I'm going to organise it. <laughs> Boys, get Twitter me, yeah, private message me. I'm going to organise it. Saturday night, it's on. I'll have a boxing match. I'll have a boxing match and I'm dead serious. I'll start training now. <laughs> Aren't, aren't you on each other's uh, profile pictures, by the way? Not anymore. No. He's getting blocked out now. <laughs> Quality. Warder, bigger. Che- cheers, mates. Thanks for your input. Uh, George, go on then. What do, you, what do you want to have to say about Darren Moore? Just, just first of all, that was phenomenal, boys. That, that were amazing. Um, but uh, I'd just like to mention the formation thing and the tactics. I think the way that we start we started in like a almost a four three three, didn't we? We we wingers and went a back four, and then we obviously we switched up to a three five two in the in the injury crisis really at the back. But I think now, I don't know if anyone else agrees with me, and obviously it's okay if you don't. But um, I think the way that we now, because I put I think I think we're starting in like a a four three three now. But I think with the players that we have. In the squad, I think we're able to switch to a three-five-two. I think it's that versatility that can help us almost change and almost change games. Personally, that, that's that's my opinion. I don't know if anyone agrees. Well, we already play a three-five-two now, don't we? But do you mean switch yeah. to a four-three-three? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I think it's just that versatility. You know what I mean? It's, it's, but, but do you think the players need, that we have? Do we need to though? When we when we've won seven seven uh, out of eight? And perhaps should have beat Rotherham as well. 
is there any need? We've spoke about this quite a lot. The um, you know we were crying out for it at the start of the season where we were saying we need that stability and we need to you know pl- you know not worry about the the opposition and kind of yeah. play our game. Do you not think that in playing in switching it up to a different formation whilst whilst ever we're winning? creating chances scoring goals you know we scored five goals yesterday uh and the teams yeah. that we've come up against i don't think you know any of the teams that we've, we, you know, we've played rotherham twice we've played wigan twice we've played sunderland twice you know the teams we've come up against i, I, I don't i don't really fear them so for me I, as much as we were crying out for changing the system earlier on whilst like what giles keeps saying every week when he comes on that is um when you <laughs> when you're winning why change it yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I just think, from from my point of view, I think it's just it's nice to have that option if if for any reason it does go wrong and and we need to change it up. Go on, Liam. Yeah, I think uh, that's. I, I, mean. I was going to say you're trying to say it like basically, if we need to change it up in a game, we've got we've got yeah. the players to do it now. Basically, yeah, that's yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. yeah so good yeah, stuff. And it's just a sorry, just quickly another thing on Darren Moore. I think he's been. I think he's been brilliant. In my my opinion, I think he's been fantastic. I think the way he's been able to shake off almost the criticism that he had got when we were drawing and not necessarily getting the right results, and to come through that storm and really and now make us pick up this this form and you know he's been fantastic. But I think I think one of his main attributes that helps us a lot is his man management. Yeah, have you have you always been more in, or have you have you wavered somewhat? I know I've. Obviously, I've been public on on the podcast, and we were saying yeah. how my kind of patience was wearing a little thin. I was still still backing him, but it was getting to a point where you know a few more bad results, and and I could I could quite easily change. But what what have you been like throughout the season? Have you been fully behind him, hundred percent? Yeah, I, I've I've I'm only seventeen. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm a, I'm a young lad, so I've seen quite I've seen quite a lot of uh... shit managers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think Carlos was brilliant, but um, that, that's a that's a debate for another day. But yeah, I think I think it was important that we stuck with somebody and backed them, and I, and I think it's I think it's uh, paid off to her. Great stuff. Uh, cheers for that, George. Just conscious of Thank time. Just conscious of time as well. I've got Ross, Matt, and Liam, and I think we'll probably call it a call it a night there. Um, but yeah, I'll come to uh, Liam K first, mate, on the whole uh, Darren Moore situation are you are you did you ever waver at all did you ever think that you were perhaps not the right man for the job and what do you think now um i, I remember walking out of cheltenham when we uh, blew a lead in stoppage time i walked out of the ground i thought that's it he's got to go just we were just playing negative we we're playing not to lose but now you know we're seeing the results uh for sticking sticking by him he's been he was backed in january and I think now that was the right thing to do. We've been crying out for some stability. And now we've got a settled side. We've got the coaching team. We've got a good style of play. And uh, we're now, go- we're now more- taking more steps forward instead of going two steps back every time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've, we have to, the forms speaks for itself, doesn't it, really? You know, seven, seven wins in eight. Um, do you think anything's really change for us to go through that form and and is that down to is that down to Darren Moore do you think well I think ev- everyone's got to take credit for the way with uh, the results not just Darren Moore the players as well 
definitely he's uh, more made some mistakes earlier earlier in the season, and he's now sure he can be a good manager uh, at this level. You've seen in the last couple of games, Doncaster and last night, he made substitutions at the right time, where in, in previous games he's made them too late, and it's cost us points. Yeah, 100%. Cheers for that, Liam. Mate. Uh, Matt, I'm just going to come to you, and then I'll come to you, Ross, as well. Uh, what's, what's your overriding thoughts on Darren Moore? Are you, are, you, are you pleased? Are you delighted? Do you think he could do a bit better? What's, what's your... Emotions. I think it's fairly similar to what everybody else has said, to be honest with you, gents. I think the thing that I constantly keep coming back to when it comes to more is just the size of the job that he took over. What is it? How many managers have we had in the past, what, two seasons? Is it what, it's going on six, including caretakers? Yeah. It's going to take a while. And when he's come in, he's just had to deal with bringing in his own staff, start the season, one of those staff members leaves. We've had what, and is it coming up to 40 injuries over the space of the season? I mean, I don't know what our strength and conditioning is at Wednesday, but it's not great, is it? Um, but it's, it's just, I think the job that he's done is, yeah, he has hit on a settled side by necessity, and he's been forced to play players that perhaps he didn't have and holding the highest regard at that particular point he's hit on a settled side and actually as, as a lot of people have said you've got to give him his credit because actually when he could have changed it or where he could you know when I'm thinking again Doncaster away just going back to it that first half I mean with Canberra and Sack I mean we could still be playing now and we wouldn't have scored he actively made changes at the break to to really impact that game. I mean, I don't think anybody, I, I include myself in this, nobody saw the need to, why is he bringing Gibson on in that particular point? Gibson was in, you know, like instrumental in the second goal. It took the ball all the way forward, laid it across for Berahina. And I think at the moment you can, you can say nothing but positives about him. And, and I think it's the first time as a fan base, I always find that we're, Wednesday are quite reactionary, like every football club, you know, there's a couple of bad results and everybody starts jumping on a manager's back. And I think just uh, so many people have said they've only ever seen Wednesday be shit <laughs> um, for, for a long time. Um, and I think it does, it takes a while to change that mentality. You've got a fan base as big as ours, which has been starved of any real success for what the best part of 20, 25 years the minute that you are going to have a set of results, it's going to be right. Well, that's got to change because what it's easier than changing 15, 16 players and starting with a new squad all over again. We saw that in the summer. It was always going to take a little bit of time to, to gel. But at the minute, you can't really say he's getting much wrong, even in the game that we've lost against Rotherham. I think anybody who went to that game would have said we were the better side. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the minute, I'm I'm very happy with, with the appointment and you'd rather be in in the position that we're in and being the you know one of the form teams or if not the form team in the division with the running that we've got it's a strong position to go in and he's managed an incredibly difficult situation from november through until now very very well yeah cheers for cheers for that matt thank you uh, thank you very much uh, ross uh, go on then i'll come to you before we wrap things up um what's what's your take on on darren moore so Darren Moore, uh, I've been a massive more in all the way throughout. Um, Stability-wise, is a big, is a massive key. I think Sheffield Wednesday need right now. I said it a couple of months ago mate, when we first started debating more in more out. Uh, I, I'd let him see his contract out, um, see what stability we can bring to the club. Uh, I think the Doncaster and last night two massive, great tactical calls. That I think would say yeah, what is the match? 
the two substitutions at Donny and the Hutchinson going into midfield yesterday for Bang On. Um, there's just one thing that I've I've noticed. If you notice over one thing Davin Moore's done uh, and had, you've uh, seen under Monk and Lukai, is you can tell by the players Davin Moore's never lost the dressing room. He's had the full respect to the players on board all the way throughout, even the bad spell. Where under Monk and Lukai, you could see the players didn't want to play for him. They didn't want to be there. But I think with more, they can tell the players do want to play for him. They're happy to be there. They, they graft him. They buy into what he's trying to sell them. But the other two clowns, it was terrible. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you... Let me finish on a question as well, Go mate, please. Go on then, Gross. If So we're all now happy to have a doing well. Uh, I'm massive for him. If Sheffield Wednesday finished seventh this season, does Davin Moore get sacked? Yes or no? No. No. I'm going to say. I say no. I say no. But I guarantee there's a hell of a lot out there that say he hasn't done his job what he was set out to do, and there'll be a lot calling for him if we do not if we do not reach the playoffs. If we if we if we finish seventh and we sack him, we're in the same boat next season as what we're exactly, in this season. Ex- exactly, mate. I don't think Chelsea would sack him, but there'll be a hell of a lot of fans out there. That would be calling for him at that stage. I think. I think. May it's I one of them chime was... in on this one second, but yes, Benjamin. Right, I'll give you ten seconds. Just want to say they get seventh, they get sixth, fifth, fourth, third. This now, we are we're playing with them confidence of that players. I'll tell you now, we're going up second. It's exactly like it were when Dave Jones took us up. The way we're playing, when Bannon scored last night, I can't remember the first or second goal, he sprinted over to Jamie Smith. He jumping around with him. We're going up, lads. Second place. Forget playoffs. I tell you now, we're gonna gonna bottle it, and we're going up. Yeah, it's funny. Out. It's funny you said that. You know, twenty sixth of February, I think it was two thousand and twelve, when we beat those down the road uh, at Ullsborough, and um, th- at that point we went on that that amazing un- unbeaten run. Yeah, there were a few draws in there, but uh, but yeah, so it was around about this well, around about this time when we went unbeaten. Obviously, we we're a couple of um, a couple of games better off with you know with three three uh, get three games three wins currently um but yeah i think like like we said it, it's it's strange to think you know when when you go back to you know before christmas and, and you looked at the, the state that we're in you know if you'd have said that we'd be talking about potentially going up as um you know automatic in second place then i'd, I'd, I'd have thought you were all uh deluded or something but but yeah it's it's certainly on and you know confidence breeds you know breeds confidence doesn't it and you look at the the result the teams that we've got to play like i said we we don't have to go to rotherham we don't have to go to wigan all right you'd perhaps say it'd be good to play wigan and take three points off them but the the, te- the teams we've got coming up are easy quote-unquote fixtures that that you know we shouldn't fear any of them and um you know the other teams that are in the playoffs at the moment, you Oxford, Sunderland's, Plymouths, they've all got to play each other as well. So there's gonna be some some team you know, some teams that do slip up just by virtue of the fact that they're playing each other. So we need to we don't have that issue. So we need to capitalise on that and, and yeah, if we carry on doing what we're doing and the confidence is high, you know, Lincoln on Saturday will be shitting the pants like when when we're coming because as much as they're gonna be saying they'll be up for it, you know, they're gonna they're gonna fear us, aren't they? But uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for uh, for getting involved this this evening. Um, an hour and forty minutes we've been on, so uh, <laughs> and it's been non-stop uh, all the way all the way through. So thank you very much for joining us. If it's your first time here, then you know join us next next week. It's eight o'clock every Wednesday. Um, hopefully we'll be talking about another win uh, 
against uh, against Lincoln next week. Um, make sure you join, uh, follow us on or subscribe to us. Sorry, on YouTube as well. Obviously, we've got the the video podcast that we've started doing. So make sure you subscribe to us there. We've got lots of exciting things coming up on on YouTube uh, in the coming like weeks and months as well. Um, and yeah, thank you very much again for for getting involved. Everyone that has said the piece. Um, We'll get the boxing ring out next uh, next week, so the Wardy and Big and Bigger can go go at it again. So uh, yeah, thank you everyone. Um, make sure you follow us, follow the podcast if it's your first time listening, and we'll see you all uh, next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.